Podcast, Tony Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. It is our first edition of the year for college basketball picks. It's going to be a little different than we've done it in years past. It's going to be different than the way we do it for college uh, football. Um, I've explained that on the last few episodes, but um, yeah, I mean, I've been paying attention the entire time. Connor obviously has got a lot of stuff going on when college football starts, and where our the yep. pendulum kind of shifts a little bit. Like for me. I'm all in on college football, and then it starts to kind of get the 50-50. Connor's at 100% football, and he's got to get to about 70 because he's still got to get all the little... Borderline's still like 100% college football because, I mean, Nick Saban retiring just absolutely fucked any future plans that I had because now it's just players are entering the portal at Alabama, Washington, Arizona, and we still don't have any idea what's going on with Harbaugh. And that was like the one. That was like the one thing that I was like, "All right, this is going to be like the only thing that happens this off season." So I could start doing some off season prep. Nope. No, yeah, those obviously those ones kind of fucked everything up. But we're yes. we're still we're we'll still be covering that, and we're gonna have like pop up episodes and to basically wrap up the college football season if it ever ends. But for now, it's time for college basketball. Um, should say I don't know if I've said this one before. At least for today, doing all the Power Six. Mountain West will be thrown in there later on and some other games. Picking every game. If we pick a game, Connor, does not mean we're betting the game. Just picking a side. No, we're just giving a lean. It's a lean. And sometimes you might even have a lean, but you're going to pick a side. Unless we specify. Yes. And then, so I don't want to hear, it's like, oh, you picked this one and this one this one wrong. Um, Not necessarily. Also, I have to just say it, I don't. I'm 28 and five this week. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like 89%. I don't know what's going on. Everything I'm throwing up is going through. I was one leg last night, dude. I don't know if I ended up sending it to you from a parlay to that paid out like five something. Um, it was a plus 150, a minus 310 was mixed in, a plus 245, a plus 370. And then my plus 380, that was up double digits for the majority of the game. Mom blew it at the end of the game, so I never got a chance to hedge it. That one was tough. I don't know. I'm on fire right now. But let's – that's what's – like and you said yesterday – I texted you earlier when you had some good luck yesterday. Makes me a little nervous for going into the picks. Super hot. Because you know that day's going to – Granted, happen. I did have a parlay that died because of Memphis. Yeah. Which is that, very unfortunate. That was – on, especially at home being up double digits, but whatever. Let's well, also, Wazoo was was an underdog, and I had their money line, so. Yep, I got some, we're going to start off, I'm not going by times for the Power 6, just going to do conference by conference, so we're going to start with the ACC here. Perfect, that's how I had it written down. <laughs> Perfect. 
Louisville is headed to Wake Forest. There's a couple different numbers out on this game right now. You can get minus 15 for Wake Forest, and then you can get plus 16 and a half after actually for Louisville. So the line's probably going to even out around 15 and a half, 16, in my opinion. Um, Connor, quick take on this game. It shouldn't be hard. No, it shouldn't be hard. Uh, Wake Forest, ever since they got Efton Reed back, have been very fucking good. And, oh, that wasn't yeah, what I was going to say. I, I still not. Huh? I was just going to say Louisville sucks. Well, yeah, Louisville sucks, and I still know how Payne has a job. So, I mean, if I'm leaning anywhere, I'm not touching Louisville unless my life depended on it. Yeah, I would lean Wake Forest here, too. I'm not betting it either, especially. No, too high of a number. Yeah, you never know what team's going to. Stuff starts getting over 15. You don't know how the end of the game is going to pan out. Like, the walk-ons come in, blow the lead. Are they just going to take their foot off the gas? Did you see real quick? I'll just, I promise I'll be quick because we had a lot of games. Um, did you see the scuffle that happened in the Grand Canyon Utah Valley game last night on Twitter? I didn't. I was watching it live. Basically, Utah Valley was up, or Grand Canyon was up 13 with 11 seconds left, and Utah Valley scores and calls a timeout. And then Grand Canyon puts in the walk-ons, and this walk-on gets the ball. They threw him the ball, and he like kind of looked like he didn't know what to do with it. So he like ran up and dunked it. And then Utah Valley starts getting pissed off. And I like reading through the comments, and it's like, dude, dribble it out. I don't care if you're walk-on. I'm like, okay. Like for one, no, it's a walk-on. Do whatever the fuck you want. Two, if you are down 13 and you cut it to 11 with 10 seconds left, don't call a fucking timeout and press. That's on you. You deserve that. I don't care. If I was a starter for Grand Canyon, I would have fucking threw that motherfucker back and dunked on them. You press down ten, down 11 with 10 seconds left. dunk between the legs yes. and just on somebody. <laughs> that was instant karma. They deserved every second of what they got there. Moving on. Miami, Florida. Head to Syracuse. Syracuse is laying a point and a half. We talked about it in the preview. Miami is definitely just missing Jordan Miller and Isaiah Wong. Um, and they thought they were getting that in Cleveland, but it, it like last game Cleveland only had, I think, two points. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been working as well as they thought it would. But also that was kind of a revenge game because he was going back to FSU. Oh, 100%. And I think without the scoring of... Jordan Miller and Isaiah Wong, they're kind of defenses are able to kind of narrow in on Isaiah Wong because he's kind of having a down year. Look, I, did you have a like a lean on this one or anything that kind of caught your eye? This one was a little tough for me. I mean, a, a, Syracuse, I guess. I mean, Ken Palm had this as like seventy nine, seventy six. So, I mean, just for that reason, like, lean Syracuse and having the home advantage. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like this game at all, and I don't want to back Syracuse by any means. So, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll lean the home dog. I'll lean the short favorite at home home against a better team. Yeah, I'll take Miami here. Moving on. NC State. Is hosting Virginia Tech. NC State is laying three and a half. First thing that catches my eye here is Virginia Tech 
is seven and ten ATS, and NC State is eight nine ATS. This was really because like I think the number is like spot on. It was going to be a three, so I was like, oh maybe I have a lean on this side here, but there's really not a lot that ca- caught my eye on this one. Hunter Couture is kind of taking a step back too for Virginia Tech, and NC State's been very hot and cold. Um, Still no yeah, official. Virginia play Tech name. just got shellacked by Virginia at Virginia, so that not very good. No, I <laughs> still no picks for me. I am. I'm gonna lean. Yeah, I, I. I'll take the points of VT, but I don't love this one. I lean NC State just because I love DJ Burns in his 15th year of college basketball. Hey, that's not as bad as the tight end that we have that just got his ninth year of eligibility. Yeah, that, I saw that. That's fucking. That's so fucking stupid. North Carolina headed to BC. BC is getting eight and a half points. North Carolina, to me, I know you kind of bit back on it a little bit. Is but to me, is playing like a Final Four team and a team that I think has a shot to win the national title. BC's been frisky though. I will give. I will give them. I will give them that. Um, Earl Grant's still doing a good job. It's a really tough job, but I'm going to lay the eight and a half points with North Carolina. It's probably going to be a pretty square pick, but I think there's just too much talent for North Carolina, and BC is easily exposed in the paint too. So I'm going to lock up North Carolina here. Mm. Sorry. Sorry, I put it too late, and then I was like, oh, he's going to say something. Um, That is official. If you hear the squirtle... Saxophone, that is lock music. Uh, this Mickey Mouse ass operation. Um, I feel like you're on the right side. But man, it just seems like in basketball, being at home gives you such an advantage that, like, I'm not going to lock it up, but if I had to lean, maybe Boston College, but also, like, this is, this is, this number's right. It's right where it should be, but uh, yeah, I uh, lean Boston. Home field is very important, but I will say nobody shows up to Boston College games. Valid. Moving on. Clemson is late. Because this is a ranked team, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And it's obviously a blue blood. Um Clemson's laying one and a half. They're headed to Florida State. Florida State is just off a giant win of Miami on the road. Don't look now, but Leonard Hamilton has the Seminoles on a five-game winning streak. And for Clemson, it's kind of been the complete opposite. They've dropped four of their last five. Um, There's two angles for me here. Is it going to be the Florida State letdown spot after a revenge game against Matthew Cleveland? Or... Is this a get right spot for Clemson because they got to get a win in ACC play if they're going to make the tournament? So uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm locking this one up. Give me FSU. I've been, there's no team that I have been more right about college basketball than Clemson. And yeah, I, I give me the money line, give me the one and a half, give me Florida State all day. I will say real quick, people that are new to betting college basketball, if you get the one and a half, if you bet in the money line, 
fine, but if you're choosing between the two, do not just be like, I will just take the money line, but it's a one and a half. That one and a half, that one point is very, very important in basketball. And plus, if you're not, if you're guys like us, like we're not out here throwing C notes out on these games. Like the difference between the money line and the spread is literally like you're two, maybe a dollar at the most, depending on how much your units are. Just take the fucking one and a half. That's my favorite bet to hit is hitting a plus one and a half and the team lose by one. When that happens, you get a get a little extra chub. You get a couple extra inches there. Um, for me, no pick on this game. Or I have to pick the game. I'm fuck you, Connor. I'll take Clemson to get right spot for him. Not gonna lock it up though. Virginia is laying a one and a half at Georgia Tech. Damon Sotomayor has this team frisky for Georgia Tech, but they are still just really bad. They did beat Clemson in double overtime um, on Tuesday. But before that, I mean, they were right, they were coming off a five-game losing streak. Um, but the same thing goes to Virginia. I don't think Virginia is very good this year. And I think if you hold off on this game before you take that one and a half, that number is going to rise a little bit. And you might be able to get two and a half, maybe even three, and get a full possession. But I'm going to lock up Georgia Tech. I like them to win this game outright. Connor? I'm waiting on you to do the music. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm trying to run the show. <laughs> I'm trying to host the show, be the producer, and pull everything up. It's a lot of work. If you're willing to work for free, not be able to talk, and be a producer, hit me up on Twitter at C. Mitchell Hoops. Um, As Jared Burns yeah, in the chat says, her- tell Connor to do something. Tell me, get out of here, Jr. Um, Are you Italian now? Yes, you know I'm fucking Italian. Get You're out of here, freaking palest um, Italian I've ever met in my life. Don't matter. Still got it in my blood. Um, Anyways, got you've had my you've had you've had my spaghetti, so don't you say it shit. It is actually, um, and my dogs had the majority of it. Maggie did. Maggie ate the whole fucking like had at least. 20 meatballs by herself she is now like she what but she's we lost her but she's she was about 125 pound um neapolitan massive so yeah she ain't good never forget the when she got into the protein powder along with a lot of other shit um i i really don't know what to do in this game like you said uh Virginia, I just, I that, that the w- style that they play, I can just not get behind. So if I'm leaning anything, I'm leaning Georgia Tech at home. Yeah, you've got to take the home dog. Um, the only thing that I would like if Georgia Tech was a little bit better from outside of shooting, they're not. They get a lot of the points in the paint, but Damon Sotomayor is a good coach, and I think Tony Bennett is kind of just kind of flamed out. So I actually did bet this one. I, I'm. Well, I actually haven't bet it. I'm going to let the number try to rise a little bit and hammer it, but I'm going to bet this eventually. And then lastly for the ACC, Jeff Capel returns to his alma mater. Duke is hosting Pitt. Duke is laying 14 and a half points here. Now, this is an interesting one because I don't, I don't know enough about Coach Shire, but when... Coach K was there. If they were playing against his guys, 
he was a big call the dogs off guy. Like, hey, let's calm mm-hmm. down. He's one of us. He's one of us. Let's stop. Like, slow it down. Is John Shire going to do that? Because I don't – they were. They might have crossed – I bet you they did. I bet they did cross paths on this – they were both assistant coaches at the same time. I'm pretty certain. But is he going to have the same remorse? I don't know. Um, on the court stuff, Pitt sucks. I don't know why, but they suck. I think last year was just an anomaly. Uh, but 14 and a half is a lot of points, dude. Up, I have I have no idea. I'm just I'm sitting here staring at it, and I'm like, I don't know what. Like, with the number where it's at, it makes me want to take Pitt. But also, like you said, Pitt sucks. And I know Duke hasn't been to their normal level of dominance. But they are still a very good team full of five stars and talent all over the place. Duke did just beat beat Pitt um, on January 8th on the road at Pitt by 22. Duke, I think Duke's going to win. Okay, so yeah. Okay, locking up Duke. Yeah, let's lock this one. Let's lock Duke up here. This is a fucking blowout. I think that number's baiting you a little bit to take Pitt, too. Especially because, I mean, people like to fade Duke, but they also like to back him. I don't know. I think they wax him. Taking it. All right, let's go to the best conference in college basketball, to the Big 12. Um, Baylor on the road at Texas. Baylor is getting one point. Um, You'd have to lay one and a half with Texas right now, though. Um, I, I, I expected a lot more from Texas, but it's, again, they've dropped some games in conference that I think they probably should have won. But again, it's like, do they just get an automatic pass because it's the Big 12? Like, there's no easy no easy win in the Big 12 whatsoever. Not to interrupt, but if you're looking to bet that Duke game, get on DraftKings right now because it's at a 12. No shit. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, I'm all over Yes, it. I'm betting it literally right now. Yeah, that's, that's not... I wonder if there's go ahead um go ahead and make your bet. I'm gonna look real quick and make sure something didn't just like Um Yeah, for this might just Oh be yeah, dude kind really of out of Sorry, just I couldn't believe that's minus twelve right now. Yeah. All over it. Locked it in. Um this this might just be like because of what's happened recently for Texas with the horns down. Gimme Baylor. Gimme their money line. Give me the well. I I don't really want to take the plus one, but Baylor all the way. Campom has this as a Baylor win by two. So just based on that, I'm getting value with the money line. Give me Baylor after I just cry baby ass bitches over this. I just told you to bet to take the plus one in those situations, but if you want to take the money line, go ahead. It's I know, but I know, but. This one, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to bet it, but I'm going to lean Texas here. Um, veteran point guard Max Azmus and the guards for Baylor are a little young. And what Texas has going for them in this matchup is Baylor is weak in the front court. And with Caden Cetric, Dylan Mitchell, and Dylan DeSue, 
they should be able to dominate down low and be able to get almost every rebound in this game. I don't have enough confidence in this, though, to bet it. Um, but I'm going to lean the home team here. Oklahoma is getting three at Cincinnati. Both of these teams are kind of... Some teams we didn't really know were going to be as good as they are right now. Kind of both overachieving a little bit. Um, Cincinnati... Wait, did they lose the other night? Or did they end up pull? No, they end up winning in overtime against Cincinnati. Yeah. 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 Trying to think of you. Nope, yeah. I got it right now. Yep, they beat TCU 81 to 77. That was that overtime game where they were down 10 like the entire time and then found a way to win there. Um, it's a good number. I'm going to lean the whole team here. Not a lot of feelings on this one, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll lean Cincinnati. Not really confident on any side because these are two teams I feel like are very similar. Yeah, um, take the home court. But, yeah, yeah, I'll just lean Cincinnati. Iowa State is getting three and a half points at TCU. Um, system play for me. Uh, lay the points with TCU. I'm going to lock that up. Iowa State is just a completely fucking different team on the road. At home, they are so difficult to beat. But on the road, that defense just like doesn't travel and that edge and that toughness that TJ Otzenberger like preaches just doesn't correlate on the road for some reason. And TCU's off a heartbreaking loss. They got a little fire under their skin. So I'm gonna lay the points with TCU. Um Yeah, I'll lean TCU. I'm not confident in it. Uh yeah, Iowa State's kind of had that trend for the last couple of years. It seems like they're good at home and then shit on the road. It's a tough place to win. Those fans go crazy for that shit. They had that snowstorm and they had to move the time of the game up and they still packed that motherfucker up. So without the energy crowd, just we'll take the frogs. UCF headed to Houston. Houston is laying 16 and a half points. Connor, wasn't UCF the... Team that was in the horns down situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I heard that right. Um, you got side here? No, not really. Honestly, uh, maybe leaning Houston because I mean they're one of the best teams in the nation. There's no if ands or buts about that, and you're getting them at home against the UCF team that I think is kind of overachieving. I know the win at Texas is pretty big by their standards, but Texas isn't what we thought they were going to be. We thought this Texas team was going to be like top 10 team and really not. So, yeah, I guess I'd lean Houston. Not overly confident in it. No. For a second, I was like, that's a lot of points. But I said the same thing when West Virginia was getting 20 and a half points. I was like, dude, lock. Like, they just got Raekwon Battle back. There's no way they're losing by 20. And they were down 30, like, in the snap of the fingers. And I was like, dude, when Houston plays, when Houston's at their best, I think they're the best team in the nation. Um, I'll lean Houston here, but I'm definitely not playing this game. Um, I'll, I forgot about this one. Uh, Kansas laying 10 points at West Virginia. You can get West Virginia at 11 half still. Hopefully that number's still up on FanDuel. What Kansas has struggled a little bit on the road here, but the problem is, is West Virginia is really bad. They're really bad. 
No, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, maybe lean West Virginia. But I had zero confidence. Yeah, I don't know if that number is like telling me that they're gonna Kansas is gonna blitz them. But I'm gonna Nah fuck it, I can't do it. Definitely not betting this game. One thousand percent not betting this game. But I'll take the ten and I'll take the eleven. All right, this is a fun one. BYU is getting two and a half on the road in Lubbock to play Texas Tech. I love my Cougars. I love them to death. But what worries me the most in this game is going to be the athleticism. There's a giant gap in athleticism here. And get them away from Provo a little bit. It's a little scary. Ken Palm actually has BYU as a three-point favorite. But Ken Palm, as we know, is... In oh, he has him at three-point favorite. I had last night they only had him as a two-point favorite. So, I mean, it's even move, but what do you think? BYU has one road win this season against UCF. Oh God! Granted, they've only played tough four. True. Um. Give me the Cougars. Uh, just lean. Not confident in it. Not really me either. Um, I hate fading BYU. I try to refuse to do it, but I, I think if I did have a side here, I think I would like with the um, with the Red Raiders. Um, Oklahoma State is getting eight and a half points at Kansas State. I, I was really shocked to see this number. I thought it was a little higher. I think that number is telling me, though, that Kansas State's going to blitz them. Coming off that emotional win at home against Baylor, Oklahoma State I don't think is really good, but that is a lot of points in a Big 12 matchup. Um, no play for me, but I'm going to lean Kansas State here. Um, no lean for me, but I can't go against my Wildcats. All right, we got the Big East coming up here. Marquette. St. John's, it's Pickham. Last time I saw it, um, maybe my favorite bet on the board of the entire Saturday slate from the big games that I watched. St. John's is winning this basketball game. Marquette has struggled a little bit on the road, but like, if you're gonna make this open at a two or open open at one and a half, sorry, you're gonna make Slick Rick a dog at home. No, no. Lay the points or take the money line with St. John's. If you can get some value or if you can get some protection with with a couple points, take them. But I think St. John's wins this game pretty easily. I won't lock it up, but I'm with you. Give me St. John's. I'm not, but not locking it up. If St. John's wins this game, though, like I told you, the Natty future's getting placed. I don't blame you. They're up to 38 in Ken Palm, too. They, Ken Palm like, kind of refused to acknowledge how good this team was like early on in the season. Come, yep. they had some bad I did wins, notice that they were down low. And now they're kind of creeping right back up there. This one's scary. Creighton is laying a point and a half at Seton Hall. Seton Hall is just 
kind of been the story of the Big East this year. They're six and one in conference, coming off wins against Butler on the road, beat St. John's at home. I will say this is up to two and a half now. Uh, Creighton's laying two and a half. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? Yeah, just, I'm on scores and odds right now, looking at it. And now everybody's got FanDuel, DraftKings, and Hard Rock all have it at two and a half. Yeah, if you do have any update on the numbers, let me know because I did pull these from probably around 4 o'clock Eastern time. Let me read you off Creighton's away wins on the road. They beat Oklahoma State, they beat Georgetown, and they beat DePaul. They got beat by UNLV on the road, lost to Colorado State on a neutral, and they lost to Marquette on the road. And UConn on the road, too. Mm-hmm. This is the best team they played on the road. I mean, those are tough. Those are those are tough teams. I think for me, it's a system play here. I'm taking the home dog. Give me Seton Hall. I'm going to lock that one up. And I hate fading the Blue Jays. I love Creighton. But I think St. Seton Hall wins this game. They also just are super athletic, and they play so fucking hard. Kadari Richmond is kind of has that, like, I would, they don't play similar, but has like that Aaron Craft kind of motor in them where it's like every play is like the end of the world. Every play is the last 10 seconds of a game. And that's kind of how they play. They just, that's how they're good. I don't think they're super talented. They just play really fucking hard. Team always a really good coach. So I'm taking the points with Satan Hall. I don't know if this was still at the one and a half. Maybe I'd think about taking Creighton, but now that's at the two and a half. Yeah, I'm with you leaning Seton Hall, and I hate it. Yeah, I hate Faden Creighton. I love Creighton. Um, Should have went to the Final Four last year. Should have been an all-Big East national title game, and our also our Creighton future is starting to dribble a little bit. It rose in value for a little bit, but then it's like crashed back down. <laughs> DePaul, yeah, we'll wait till the tournament. DePaul is getting 16 at Butler. Well, you know, you could do. You could cash out of it for, and then I'll just hold on to mine. But then only you make money. Exactly, because <laughs> we know it's going to happen. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, Connor. Connor cashing out of championship futures is just like inevitable. Whoever and whoever cashes out of is going to make it to the championship. Whoever your team, if you're a fan of a team and he cashes out of the future, you. You might as well just throw a party. Might as well get the championship at too. Yeah, might as well. Um, yeah, DePaul's getting 16 at Butler. It's a big number, dude. I don't have a, a real feel on this one. But the Bull- Butler Bulldogs have been playing really good. Dad Mata has kind of brought this program back. I thought for a while before that hire, it was like how much they regretted joining the Big East. But they turned around a little bit. But that's too big of a number for me to lay. I'm I'll take the points with the Paul as disgusting as that sounds. I'll lay it with Butler. I mean the Paul is bad. No if ands or buts about it. The Paul is bad. The kid I and I kinda I You're a Chicago hmm. kid. Yeah, but I could also admit when teams are bad. That is true. Like the Bears. The Bulls. Hey, the Bulls are the actually Sox, the Cubs fighting for the like the ten seed. 
this is somehow a play-in game. Um, okay, no real feel on this one because I do not have one. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I'd probably lay it with Butler, but not confident in whatever. And then lastly, UConn is laying a point and a half at Villanova. I'm thinking I might go against my system a little bit. UConn is the number one team in the nation. Lay it, lay it, lay it, lay it, lay it. Systems are made to be broken. I'm going to lay that point in half. UConn wins this basketball game by five. You with me? Oh, yeah, I'm locking it up to love. I mean, love our Huskies. Uh, just been good over, good to us over the last couple of years. Um, I know everybody's going to see the Villanova Nathan. This isn't the same Villanova team. I know they're improving. They're just not to the level of UConn. No. So and they play just, it all with UConn. And they just oh, got let me make, let me make sure that you have the right line. Yeah, because I'm scared that number might be up. Because I feel like everybody's gonna hop on UConn. What time? That is, I think I believe that's a later game. So I still have a list of one now. Uh, uh, you could still get a two at DraftKings for UConn. Okay, yeah, I'll take the two. Yeah, I think it's the last one we had for the Big East. It's time to move into Connor's territory in the Big Ten. Ohio State is laying. You know what? I probably should update these numbers. Let's do that because we pulled them a little early. All right. It stays the same. Ohio State's lane nine. Ah, and a half. shit. UConn jumped to three. <laughs> Already? Yeah, yeah. Darn it. I don't care. That stinks. Yeah, it is already three. Jesus. Yeah, still taking it. Um, to the Big Ten. Ohio State is laying nine and a half. Penn State's coming to town here. Penn State is somehow just Ohio State's kryptonite, no matter if it's Shrewsbury's there. Mike Rhodes is there. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. For some reason, that's all. That's just been Ohio State's kryptonite. Connor, this is your team, so I need you to let you. Oh my God! Thank God we did. You get it in? What did you get? Did you place it at three? Uh no, I didn't get it in time. No, dude. I'm on uh, Fanduel getting a two and a half right now. Okay, because you know what? I'm, I just locked in the three. On on DraftKings, it's at four. Oh my god! Yeah, that's <laughs> that's again. That's why you try to bet most of the games the day before, though, because that line did, does not mm-hmm. make a lot of sense to me. But anyway, your high state Buckeyes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will fully admit it. We're not good. Um, I don't know what happened to the team that was playing. A couple weeks ago, but the, this happens all the time. As soon as they start riding high, they start feeling themselves, and then it just comes all crashing down to earth. Uh, I guess, if anything, I'd lean Penn State, but not locking it up. Yeah, by no means am I locking it up. I think, again, that number, but just like looking at it, it just looks like... Gee, oh my god! I'm still a, just 
in all about this Yukon line. It just dropped. I went to FanDuel because it was a two and a half, and I was like, maybe I can get that and cash out. Uh, no, three and a half. <laughs> is oh, I got the th- I got the two and a half right in time. Then Jesus, yeah, this one's moving like crazy already. Um, yeah, like you said, they. And I also, by the way, like most people that are not going to hear this, if you listen to it right after, like they'll they'll be some. If you haven't, if you didn't get the two, you're there'll be some buyback, so you might be able to get it around the two and a half or three at some point, um, or not. Never really know. Um, I'm going to lean Penn State here, but that number does kind of look like it's telling me that Ohio State's going to blitz them. But I don't know. I'll I'll take I'll take the points. I don't trust this team to blitz anybody except for themselves. Purdue is laying seven and a half at Iowa. Purdue's a different. Actually, it's down to seven now. Finally got the. the you could get if you have a points bet account. You could get Purdue at a six. That, that for one, that book sucks. I never signed up for it. I kind of looked at it and didn't. I was like, I'm I'm good. Um, and they've always they they do have some like fucking good lines. I'm not gonna lie. Like every once in a while, you look on there and it's like a mean, point difference. But sometimes it's in the opposite effect, though. So like there'll be a time where like, hey, in this situation, I want it. I'm gonna. I want the points, so I want that. Like they'll have Iowa at nine and a half or something like that. It'll be they're just never on par. So sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Either way, Purdue different team on the road. Number two team in the country. I was gonna give them everything they have. I was good at home. I'll take the points with Iowa, but I have no real desire to go bet this game. Um this might be the most white me, basketball like, game of the entire weekend. Seriously though. That's so terrible. Um but if anything I would lean Iowa. I will have a bet though on the over in this game. Uh you're yeah, 167 still. I think there's some value in that. Both teams are very good to overs. You know, Iowa will – there's not a shot on the court that Iowa does not like. So That's a big number. It is, but I don't care. Give me the over. It's... But, uh, yeah, if I had to lean aside, I'd probably lean Iowa to cover – yeah, I, it's still it's still wild to me that like the difference between Iowa basketball and Iowa football is just complete polar opposites. Like, it's hilarious. One's just complete and utter offense, and the other one's like we don't want to have the ball. I'm trying to see. I can't find. Maybe I'll find it later. I want to see what the highest over under was ever because that's got to be up there. Um, and then the last one for Saturday, Northwestern is getting two and a half points on the road at Nebraska. Whew. It's actually opened at three and a half, so some bite back came on the Wildcats. I think the line's moving in the wrong direction, though. I'm going to lay that two and a half in Nebraska. Yeah, I'm kind of tempted to lock that up. I like Nebraska in this game. I'll do it with you. You want to do it? All right, we'll lock it up. Yeah, I'll bet it. I'll bet Nebraska. System play. Big Ten teams at home. Exactly. 
I not- mean, especially if you're going to give me a number like that. All right, two real quick ones since there actually isn't an official line on them. Um, Rutgers at Illinois. Kempom has this Illinois minus four. I think I would lean the Illini there a little bit. Getting Rutgers away from the dunk, they're a completely different team there. So I, I'll take Illinois there. Yeah, I'd lean Illinois, especially because of the news that Gannon uh, got his temporary restraining order, so he will be able to play. Oh, he's playing? I didn't see that. Yeah, Ian, I figured you saw the news. He got, uh, was it, federal judge grants Tan Shannon Jr.'s request of for temporary restraining order weeks after arrest on a felony charge. So he can rejoin the team. I don't know 100% if he'll be playing, but if he's able to be part of the team, I don't see a reason that he doesn't play. So, yeah, I'd take Illinois. Yeah. Well, the, 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 if he does play, the number's probably going to be a little different. I will say to everybody, they're like, how are you going to play and blah, blah, blah. Just, again, it's college kid. Quick, don't be quick to call somebody a piece of shit until the, what, everything comes out. Like, the kid could be completely innocent, okay? I hate, I hate it when that shit happened. I'm not getting, I don't want to get into it too much, but it was kind of bullshit that how he was just, degraded so hard it's like dude this we have a judicial system he's innocent and too proven guilty hold the hell on he is still a 22 year old kid you catch my dirt a little bit now i'll be the first yes. to fucking go off as soon as he found guilty everything comes out it's like oh yeah i'll bury that kid but until then just let him live his life last one michigan state at maryland michigan state camp has michigan state by three um I don't know if that's going to actually be the number. Kind of, This one reminds me a lot of the uh, BYU and Texas Tech game. I think it'll be more closer to a pick em. But either way, I, I would probably lay up to three points with Maryland. I'm officially throwing the towel in Michigan State. I shouldn't because Tom Izzo always does this shit. But Maryland's really good at home, so I think Maryland wins this game. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Michigan State really didn't look that good at home against Minnesota yesterday. So, if I leaned, I'd probably lean Maryland. Oh, I forgot to change the slide on the last one. To the Pac-12. This number is not the same. I'll tell you that right now. Arizona State is laying three at home against USC. I really wish I could have been. We could have been live when we started this. I've already laid the one point against again with Arizona State. Arizona State's winning this basketball game. Does worry me a little bit that I don't know the status of Boogie Ellis. I'm praying he plays because again, I think USC is a better team when he is not playing. But that's so bad that you hope that a player's playing so that it makes his team. Dude, I, I, I've that gives Bronny more minutes, and Bronny is a more is a better winning basketball player than Boogie Ellis is. He's not going to put up the numbers. He's not a better scorer, but he's a more winning basketball player. Sorry, I'm sweating out the end of this Stonehill uh, Fairleigh Dickinson game. No, you're good. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of with you. I. Well, more of the fact that I hope Boogie Ellis doesn't play because the USC team's better when he's not playing. 
if I knew he wasn't playing, I'd probably take USC. But as it stands right now, I'd probably lean Arizona State. Arizona is laying 17.5 points against UCLA. What the hell has happened to the Bruins? That is ridiculous. 17.5 points. Ball from grace. But honestly, they were laying a big number against USC. But I think USC is a a better team than uh, UCLA is. I would lean to lay that 17.5 points. I will lock this up. Give me the 17 and a half with Arizona. With Arizona. They're, gonna uh, they're one of the better teams in the nation. UCLA is probably one of the worst teams in the nation. Or I wouldn't go that far. But they're not good. No, I think they're... Means. I think they're... Let me look real quick. But I'm pretty sure they're in the hundreds in Kempom now. Which for UCLA... Like, really? That's, I didn't know it was that bad. Like you should... You're UCLA. Like it, it was... I mean it was a... Like, yeah, 111th in Kempom right now. Kempom has his 19, too, by the way. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, give me the 17 and a half with Arizona all day. I don't know if you have this one in your deck of plays, but I'm going to convince you here. To pick them. Ignore the screen there, Connor. Washington State is going to Cal. Washington State's a better team here. I love mm-hmm. Coach Madsen for mm-hmm. for Cal, but they don't have any home court advantage. Um, this that was the right hire, and Cal is going to be a better team for hiring him in two or three years. But it's this is just not the team. Like Jalen Tyson, Jalen Cohn, and uh, God, what's it? How do you pronounce that? Amac, the Fardos Amac, the Texas Utah Valley and Texas Tech kid. Like that's that's literally all you got. You have no bench of uh, if. Askew's playing in that game. Like, he can... Comp- <laughs> I, I don't know. It was like two years ago. Ask, uh, Devin Askew used to play at Kentucky. Like, the win percentage just for Kentucky and Cal versus when he wasn't playing and when he was playing is literally... It's insane. It's like the one year at Cal, it was like they won 70% of the games he didn't play and won 10% of the games he did. And he played like 25 games. It's like... I don't know why That's I keep playing this game. I would have been like, I would have did the coach prime. Like, dude, go to LeMoyne. Go to Fairleigh Dickinson. Like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, watch the State's one in this game. Max Rice, the best player in this basketball game. I don't care if Jalen Tyson's scoring 20 points a game. But I like Wazoo here. Okay. Yeah, give me Wazoo. They were, I mean, fantastic to me last night on the road at Stanford. Um, I know Stanford's not good. Cal isn't good. I know normally we like to go with the home team, but in this instance, I can't go with the home team. Give me Wazoo all day. So I will say this, because you haven't watched a lot. Stanford's not bad. Like, their record's not great, but they're I know, definitely not but they, bad. They destroyed Stanford at home. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That should help. That's trying to sure. help our... Yeah, they won by 14. That's helping yeah. our case a little bit. Stanford's mm-hmm. really not like a complete pushover anymore. Like, they did beat Utah. I guess I'm so used to them being a pushover. I know. They did beat Utah. They did beat Arizona. Should have beaten Arkansas. Like, they're not terrible by any means. They're definitely not good, but it's they're a middle-of-the-road team in the Pac-12. Um, Colorado laying 15 points at Oregon State. It's already up to 16 and a half. Jesus Christ. 
Um, give me the points of the Beavs. Definitely not blocking this up, though. Wow. Ew. Gross. Um, I have no idea in the, on this. If anything, I'd probably lean Colorado. Colorado probably wins this game by like 20. Um, Wouldn't shock me. But not confident. Not confident in it whatsoever. Um, Stanford, speaking of Stanford, they're laying two. They're hosting the Washington Huskies. Mike Hopkins has this Washington team just playing some good ball. So, do you remember... Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to fucking forget his name already. Point guard that played... Hold on. Give me two seconds, and I will pull this up. Severe Wheeler that played at Kentucky and Georgia. Yeah. Keon Brooks, who was the stud freshman that played at Kentucky that didn't really paint out there. And Paul McKay, Paul McKay, that played at Rutgers. Like he's just surrounding himself with some like oshpodge guys that aren't super talented, but they're, they're working together really well. And this Washington team is actually playing some good ball here, but I don't care. Lay the points to Stanford. I think Stanford's a better team and they're at home. Not locking this one though, but tomorrow by the end of the day, if I have a good day tomorrow and it's, I think this is a late game. It's 10 o'clock tip. I'd do pretty good. I'll probably end up at Stanford. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Washington really hasn't been on my radar except for college football races. Yeah. Um, I'll lean it with or lean Stanford. Not confident whatsoever. If you couldn't already tell. All right. So Sunday. Oregon, who's first place, well, they just lost last night. So they're probably, they're floating around the top there in the Pac-12. They're going to Utah, and Ken Palm has this at eight. I'm going to tell you right now, that line's going to be like six. More like more than like, like six-ish, I think. Um, if I can get anything under, let's say, yeah, I think six and a half, seven, I would lay it with Utah. Oregon's not like a good basketball team. They have just beat up on bad teams in the Pac-12. And the home court advantage that Utah has is unmatched. And Brent Carlson has been in college forever. He's by far the best player in this basketball game. So I would lay up to seven with Utah. That's just my opinion. Yeah, if anything, I'd lean Utah. But obviously, I'd... I, we don't have a line, so I don't know what exactly they have it. Yeah. But like you said, if it's anything under six or uh, I guess up to seven. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd take it with Utah. Hold on. Bang! Don't foul. The game's over. Don't foul. They're going to foul. I'm going to lose. Stonehill just hit a three, cuts it to four. I got four and a half, and there's three seconds left. Just dribble it out. The game's over. You don't want to. God. It brought me back for a second that I didn't see the score. So, we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. To the SEC, last conference here. Arkansas is laying two and a half points against South Carolina. South Carolina has been a darling a little bit. They've been overachieving a lot. Um Arkansas got a big win at home against Texas A&M on Thursday. It's kind of like a get. I don't know. That, actually, I think that was Wednesday, but either way, 
This one was really tough for me to kind of pick a side on. I don't know. Do you have anything that can kind of sway me either way? Absolutely not. Um, I don't know. Maybe must bus at home, but this team isn't a typical must bus team. Yeah. Um, I'll lay the points with Arkansas, but nothing I love about it. I've already bet this. Yeah, if I leaned, I'd lean Arkansas. I've already bet this game at three and a half when it opened, but Tennessee is laying five against Alabama. I would still lay it. Why didn't you tell me it was at three? It, it like dude, it, that was you were asleep. You. I'm right. You didn't respond to me. You were sleeping. Um, I'm I am sick, sir. I get that. I got this at like it Four opened at like two o'clock. Eastern time, and I, that's when I bet it. This is one that you call me and wake my ass up and say, bet this now before Shut you... Up. Yeah. Um, I think I would... Mad I th- that I couldn't get... I think they blitz them. Like, I, I think Tennessee wins with double digits here. I don't really think his Alabama team's that good. Yeah, you could still get four and a half out there. I mean, I, this is a case of where you have... I understand Bama offensively is, I think... Cam Palm had them as one of the number or top five in offensive efficiency. But on the flip side, Tennessee is one of the best efficient number one actually defensive efficiency teams. Yeah, exactly. So on that side, like, yeah, it's kind of a toss up. But then when you look at the flip oh side, Tennessee's top ten in offensive efficiency and Bama's like in the thirties of far as far as defensive efficiency. So Everything about this screams Tennessee, so I'm laying the four and a half with Tennessee. Lock it up. Dude, this, this is going to be a squad ride, but Cody Damois, wake me up to give me a good line. Dude, I, I apologize, but man, if you're a Ken Palm nerd, just looking at all these green on the screen between this matchup is awesome, dude. I'm hammering Tennessee. Here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great game, but I still just, I think Tennessee is the better team. All right, so the 20... You know what? Fuck you, Jr. Burns. You're the one that fucking swayed me on Stonehill. Um, yeah, 2.7 seconds. He just put it. Uh, Fairly Dickinson just in a free throw to go over it. Um, we're gonna. I'll give you live commentation. Last one. 2.7. You take the shot. Take the shot from half court. He to cover the spread. And he missed. All right, moving on. Mississippi State is laying 16 and a half against Vanderbilt. Is this number still here? No, it's down to 14 and a half. My apologies. I'm going to have to change these graphics for when we actually go live on like Twitter and shit like that. Um, that's it's a lot of points. now? Yeah, and I still think that's a lot of points. But Chris Jan's at home, though. That's another thing, though, you got to think about. Mississippi State is very similar to Iowa State. Like, at home, they're elite. On the road, they're a different team. Yeah, I'll, I don't want to fade my boy, Chris Jans. I'll take him. I'll... I'll take Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I'll lean Mississippi State. Not confident in it, dude. Did you know? Um, do you remember Will McNair that was on the Teddy Allen team? He was like their fourth kind of guy that was doing a little bit. He had actually had a pretty yeah. good game in the UConn game. I didn't realize he was playing for Kansas State. Yeah, because he went. To, I had no idea either. Yeah, he went to. <laughs> He went to Mississippi State, and then he entered the I guess I entered the portal, 
And like I was watching the Kansas State game the other night, and he's fucking out there playing. I'm like, what? I'm like, Will McNair? I'm like, dude, you're. I owe that man like 80 beers. We both do. Yep. All right, moving on here. Texas A&M is. I really got to update these numbers. Texas A&M is laying two and a half at LSU. Nope. Give me the two and a half with LSU. I'm going to lock that motherfucker up. Oh, wrong one. Oh. It's just hard. Wrong one. <laughs> there we go. Dude, ever since LSU got Jalen Cook back, like, they've been playing some good ball. And Buzz Williams has not been that successful with Texas A&M on the road. I, LSU's winning this basketball game. I love this play. Give me the Tigers. This is the wrong, wrong team's favorite in this game. I don't know because LSU also lost to McNeese. So. Or no, wait, no, wait. Did that happen this year? No, no they, they didn't. I'm an idiot. I don't think LSU would okay. accept the game from McNeese right now. Um. Yeah, I guess I'd lean LSU, but also, I don't know. There's some about having the coaching advantage with Buzz Williams that makes this difficult, but I don't know. It's it's so hard to fade home teams that are dog. So I'll lean LSU. Georgia is getting 11.5 points at Kentucky. Okay, so I'm going to say this right now. Georgia like, legit could make the tournament. They're not a bad basketball team by any means. They have the old Florida coach, Mike White, playing some really good ball. But you know what? Vegas knows that. And so I'm very curious because I thought the number – because the number opened at 10.5, so it only jumped one point. I thought this number would open around a 7 and maybe jump to a 10.5 because the public buries Kentucky. So I don't know if I think that line's telling me that Kentucky's gonna blitz them. But I, I really don't think this Georgia team's that bad. But I'm gonna take Kentucky because I think this is a situation where Kentucky is gonna blitz them. That's what Vegas thinks. That's what the line's reading. That's what I'm reading right in front of me. But I will say, just for future reference, like Georgia is not a bad program right now. No, you're right on that. Um but at the same time. This Kentucky team is looking like a Final Four team right now. They look Dude, so damn good. Reed Shepard is my favorite college basketball player. I I could watch him play basketball. He he. And what scares me is they're still fairly young, so oh, yeah. we're still not even seeing like the full potential of Kentucky yet. You know what this team reminds so, me of? So if anything, which the 2015 Duke team, where you have like five stud freshmen. But you have guys like Quinn Cook, who's a veteran point guard, and like, and they have Emil Jefferson, like these older players that can mix in there. Like Kentucky's got these studs, but then they got Antonio Reeves, who's been in college for six years. Trey Mitchell, who's played at every college in America for six years. Like they have the veterans, but they have that fucking talent. And as far as Reed Shepard is, he's by far not the best of the freshmen, talent wise. But he is the most winning basketball player I've seen from that group of people. And I hope he stays in college forever because I I hate Kentucky basketball, but he has me like watching every single Kentucky game because I just want to watch him play. So I'll lay it. Um you coming with me? I'm not I'm not betting it. Yeah, I'm, I'm say that. 
No, not betting it, but I, I'm leaning Kentucky, yeah. All right, we got two games left. Missouri is getting three at home against Florida. And a half. They're getting the three and a half. I'm still I'm seeing three. I'm looking at the live odds now. I'm still seeing three live. I still see FanDuel's got the three and a half. But either way. Um, yeah, you can get three on. Well, that book doesn't count. We'll say three and a half. Um, that hook might sell me, though. Um, fuck, I, I really don't know here. Is, Missouri's bad. Neither do I. They're so disappointing, and I love Dennis Gates. I thought after last season, like, that was a home run hire. And a lot of that team is back from a year ago, and they're just not producing. Um, I'll take the third and a half at home against Florida, but I, I'm not betting. Don't bet this game. I I guess I'll lean Mizzou with you, but like you said, don't bet this game whatsoever. Chalk this up as like um, Vegas beat you here. They nailed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the very last game of the night. Is it still 13? Yep. Auburn's laying 13 at home against Mississippi State. You can still you can find a 12 and a half if you have a hard rock account or while well, FanDuel still got 12 and a half. Alright. I want to see... Do you have scores and odds up? Yeah. What are the splits on this game? Uh, 83% of the money or 83% of the bets and 78% of the money are on Auburn. Really? Well, it's... That makes sense though because it's... 7 o'clock the day before. That's usually when the Sharps get in the action. They get in early and they get in late. I think Auburn beats the fuck out of Ole Miss. I love Chris Beard. Yeah. But I they're, I do not think they are good. And Auburn is really good in that jungle. Yeah. I play it all with Auburn. This Ole Miss team is like the football team. Uh, except for next season. And Auburn, they have a ranking next to their name, their name, but don't mean fucking shit. No. They're not good. And Auburn by is any, like by any standards is a legit Final Four contender. I have a future on them as well to win there, and they have a really, really, really good coach. Now, granted, Chris, Chris Beard's yes. on the other side, but he's at least Pearl's been with these guys for a while. I won't fucking let fuck it. I'll let I'll lock this one up. I think they beat the shit out of them. I think this is a 16, 16 to 20 point victory. You know the shitty thing is too though? Is like uh, Ole Miss is being as overrated as I think they are. And I think you do as well. Like they're probably still going to make the tournament because of just racking up a bunch of wins from in the non-con. So it kind of sucks. In my bracket, am I going to have them going far? Absolutely not. Hell no. Well, Connor, that was an hour long. Basically wrapped up all the games for Saturday. Um, We'll be back Monday to recap everything that was in college basketball and then basically pick the rest of the week. So, until then, we're out of there. Peace.